With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Joining me tonight from Canton, America's sweetheart, Garrett Price. How you doing, Garrett? <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. Chev has the night off. He has some work or something. I don't know. I don't know what's up with the work. I'm not I'm not feeling it. Yeah, he needs to get his priorities straight. Yeah, really. Like, you know, doing a free podcast. Coming from the guy that almost told you he couldn't do it tonight, you know. But whatever. Yeah, Chev, get your priorities straight. <laughs> Hey, listen, that's okay. You said said you don't have the girls tonight. You want to spend some time with your wife. I get that. You need that alone time. Um, But speaking of priorities, there are still plenty of Dynasty Rewind shirts available. You don't even have to wash them. Are you going to wash them for them? Or are you just saying that you've, like, finally converted and you're willing to wear a shirt that's not washed? Garrett, I'm a man of the people, and whatever they want, I give to them. <laughs> so it works. But my wife will gladly wash the shirt for you. That's fine. So if they said, listen, Mike, we want you to wear a shirt that has not been washed first, you would do it. Do I have to go out in public with it? Because I would just feel weird. So that's that's the deciding factor for you? I mean, I guess I would, I would just do it, I guess. Because people can't tell in public whether or not the shirt was washed first i can (laughs) you don't know who tried that shirt on that's what i'm saying why are we even talking about this buy a shirt somebody it's 20 bucks no shipping that's included unless you're in alaska then i'm hitting you um hey speaking of all over though uh so we started the dynasty rewind listener league garrett you want to touch can we touch on that just real quick yeah yeah absolutely uh, all right so uh we are in round two it's kind of a slow uh, redraft. So surprising us, Blue Earth from the, the Fantasy Astronauts, the FF Astronauts, sorry, took CMC first off the board. And uh, then Saquon went, Kamara, Zeke, Shaq Nato took him right in front of us. Uh, Garrett and I, we picked DeAndre Hopkins at the 1-5. And then it went Devontae Adams, David Johnson by official fan Tyler. Cedo uh, took Mahomes. Then we went Michael Thomas, James Conner, Lev Bell, Todd Gurley to round out the first round, and Julio Jones starting the second round, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Juju Smith-Schuster, OBJ, Mike Evans, Dalvin Cook, and then we came back, and uh, this was the most recent pick. Garrett and I took Baker Mayfield. Yeah, we Uh, did. Yeah, so that was kind of our plan. Uh, We discussed it. We wanted to go Nuke, then Baker and uh, go from there so um, Shaq Nato's on the clock right now 
So if he happens to pick or we have any other picks, I will gladly fill anybody in on that. But until then, why don't we go to Garrett Price for a price check? All right. So this is going to tie in with some pretty much breaking news, at least as far as when when we're hearing it. Uh, Josh Gordon has been reinstated. Uh, This would be what time? Five, six, Mike? How long do you think it's been? Um, how many times he's been reinstated? Or yeah, yeah, I think you would probably know better than me as a Browns fan. But it feels like it's gotta be. It's gotta be like at at least four. But anyway, he's been reinstated. Uh, so this creates uh, obviously a lot of trade activity uh, with Josh Gordon. Now, there's a couple things to keep in mind with this. One, this has been a pattern for Josh Gordon. Uh, he has not been able to play uh, an entire season since I believe 2014 uh, was the last time that he wow. played um, any anywhere resembling a full season. Uh, and I don't even think he got the full year that year. I think he missed two games, if I remember correctly. Um, so we know this is an issue um, for him. Uh, we do also have to keep into, ac- uh, into account that he's also – uber uber talented that's why he's you know getting all of these chances other teams would have cut bait a long time ago but he's one of the most physically gifted wide receivers in the league and he's on a very good football team uh so there's there's a lot of factors to play in somebody even mentioned something on twitter that i thought was interesting too um with the new uh cba agreement that'll be coming up here um before i believe it's before the 21 season is that is that correct that is correct Okay, so we got two years on this. Um, you assume that uh, the use of weed will probably uh, be not as harsh of a pen- penalty, if a penalty at all, uh, once the new labor agreement. So, but that's still two years away. Um, so, but it is something to keep in the back of your mind. So, at this point, we have a, a very uh, loose uh, price for what Josh Gordon is worth. Um, so I actually was talking with a lot of people on Twitter, kind of what what the value seems to be. And it seems to be roughly a 2020 second uh, is what you're getting for Josh Gordon. Uh, at that point, I am selling all day. Now, could you get some great games out of Josh Gordon in that New England Patriots offense? Yes. We already saw last year that he can be uh, dynamic for this team. But how long are you going to get him for? Are you going to get him for two games? Are you going to get him for four games? Um, at that point, you know, even if you get him a whole season and then he gets suspended, um, it, and it's not that I'm rooting for the guy to get suspended. I, I hope he does well. I want him to uh, be able to recover from this, but I don't want to deal with the headache. I would much rather get a pick in a draft that is supposed to be completely loaded. There's lots and lots of talent, lots of good running backs, lots of good receivers, somebody that you can get for your team and that should be a more consistent force. So if you're able to get a 2022nd, I'm absolutely willing to deal Josh Gordon. Now, if your teams are also very hesitant, kind of like I would be, to uh, want to buy him, uh, then just hold and you might get lucky and uh, you, you, you might get something something more than you want. But if I'm getting anywhere in the ballpark of a 2022nd, I'm selling. All right, so to summarize, sell if, you, if the price is right and 2022nd is a fair price for Josh Gordon. You just 100% answered Tyler's question. 
really uh, of the day yeah he um he basically just asked you know would you buy or, or buy or sell josh gordon and what would the price on him be so um good job look at you garrett just look uh, at that tyler and i are in sync he's the official yeah, fan yeah, yeah. got that link that's what's up. Hey, you know, speaking of fans, one thing I noticed, um, and especially with the Listener League, it seems like we have fans all over the globe somehow. Um, we got, uh, I'm just looking at our analytics map right now. We have some of Europe covered. We have, we're, we're getting there with Asia. Russia's not feeling us, but we got, uh, I know there's Dale Down Under. You can find him on Twitter. Uh, he's from Australia. And we also have another listener. His name, well, his username is Cito. Uh, no, wait, no, I'm sorry. Bully. Forgive me for confusing people. Uh, I believe he said he was from Israel. Um, so I'm just curious. I want to know, how'd you guys find us? I mean, how in the world did you find us? You know, what what led you to the Dynasty Rewind? So definitely hit us up on Twitter. You could tweet at any one of us, except for Shevin, because he's not here today. So don't tweet at him. Um, <laughs> how'd you find us? We're just curious. We want to know. We always appreciate feedback. And if you ever message the account, I'm the one that usually does most of it so you'll be talking to me uh but you'll gladly reach out to any one of us so let's talk about the preseason garrett i uh, can't wait for it to be over it's one of those things i don't know about you i was really excited about it to start and after watching two preseason games i'm really excited for it to be over <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's like does it is it just me or does it seem like <clears throat> a lot of teams this year are really holding back their starters yeah, I, usually at least in the second game, uh, you see uh, guys at least go for a quarter, um, and so I think I think guys seem their teams seem to be a little more hesitant to put their uh, starters out there for any real length of time, and so that's been that's been interesting. Um, hopefully, week three we'll see. Uh, you know, usually it's at least a half that the starters play. Sometimes even as much as three quarters. So I'm hoping week three we see a little more of that, but I'm not holding my breath at this point. Uh, it's preseason's brutal, but it is a good opportunity to get to see some of these youngsters that otherwise we might not get to see. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to see last night uh, some Nick Foles and some uh, Carson Wentz playing each other, and that didn't happen. So we saw Cody Kessler get hurt, and then we saw um, – the, the guy that they drafted out of uh, Northwestern. Thorson, I think his name is. I can't even remember. He played pretty decent, though. So, um, But you know who's not going to play this preseason, Garrett? Who's that? Andrew Luck. Yeah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting pretty nervous. Yeah, and I am too because I do own some Andrew Luck. So he has a small little bone issue, and the Colts have guarded optimism for week one. Garrett, I don't really feel good about guarded optimism. Uh, yeah. I don't know about I, you. Well, I know originally, um, I think, it, what was it, Mortensen that tweeted that out? Um, I think so. Who, whoever it was, he said he was surprised to even see the optimism um, in the guarded optimism. So at least there's there's that. Um, but we saw this before. We thought Andrew Luck's going to be back any week. Andrew Luck's going to be back any week. Andrew Luck's going to be back any week. And then all of a sudden he's not. Um, and, and the same thing happened with Peyton Manning a few years before that. So I don't know what it is with these Colts quarterbacks, but I I want to make sure that I have a halfway decent backup going into week one. Yeah, so you know what uh, people aren't really saying here, and it should be said, um, do you think at this point should we be labeling Andrew Luck as injury prone? 
prone. Forgive me. I mean, he's missed a lot of time in his career now. It's funny because outside of true running quarterbacks, you almost never hear about quarterbacks being quote unquote injury prone. Um, right. You know, though you'll get the comments about the running quarterbacks and the injury risk, but very rarely, like Aaron Rodgers, probably should be considered an injury risk as well. Um, your quarterback, Carson Wentz, obviously, he might be the exception to the rule, I think, because a lot of them have happened so early in his career that people are thinking that he's a little more uh, a little more fragile than uh, than some of the other quarterbacks. But it's, it's not a tag that you hear as much on the quarterback as you do some of the other positions like wide receiver, tight end, running back, um, yada, yada. So it is interesting. Uh, and at this point, I would have to agree. Uh, it does seem like he gets uh, banged up and has issues more often than most other quarterbacks do. So we'll stick with quarterbacks in a minute, but uh, just an update on the podcast listener league. Um, at 2-9, Shaq Nato went ahead and grabbed Travis Kelsey, and then Dale87 took Deshaun Watson. So now, um, uh, what's this username here? J-K-A-J-E. I'm not, I don't know how to say that. But that's his username on Sleeper. He's on the clock, and that's going to be Blueberry Worth from the FF Astronauts. So, hey, that would be really cool if we could make another pick right on the podcast here. So hopefully it wraps back around to us. That'd be sweet. Um, I will say this real quick about that. It's it's my love for Baker Mayfield that that had us take him there. And, and you love him too, um, even though you're an Eagles mm-hmm. fan. However, there was a small part of me that was tempted by Deshaun Watson there uh, to, to pair him up with Nuke. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I would agree with that. But that offensive line, and Watson does take a lot of hits. Yeah, it's another so, guy that you could say has had some injury issues. I feel like that wouldn't be a problem if their line was a little better. And I don't understand why you have these teams that don't invest highly in an offensive line. Now, the they, did, they did take some picks this year. I think they took one in the first and one in the second. You know, I like a lot of teams, their philosophies. They draft a lineman every single year. Um, yeah. I think that's a good way to do it. But, hey, let's let's stick on quarterbacks here. Dak Prescott is seeking $40 million annually. Um, he should probably also be randomly drug tested at this point, too, because $40 million for Dak Prescott. Who does it? Uh, Chris Carter? Come on, man. You know, on ESPN, you know what I'm talking about? Is that him? Yeah. No, it's okay. Drake, actually, that does that. Oh, yeah. I know who Drake is. He was on a TV show with some guy named Josh on Disney, right? You 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 had this plan the whole week, didn't you? <laughs> you were waiting for this moment to be able to say that. I plan every week to ruin everyone's weekend with my melodious voice. That is my plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I looked him up. He's a, a rapper from Toronto. And I do remember him. He was on a Mountain Dew commercial at one point. Or was it Sprite? Something Sprite. like that. It was Sprite. It was Sprite. Okay, that doesn't make me want to drink it, though, because I'm not a soda guy. But anyway, Dak Prescott. I do like Dr. Pepper, though. I will say that. It's my favorite soda. Um, and ginger ale, because I'm oh, an old man. Okay, real quick. This has nothing to do with fantasy football, but we were already off the rails anyway. That's so I, apparently, I, I went to a friend's house this one time, and apparently hot Mountain Dew is like a holiday treat. Did you know about this? I did not. So they found this old magazine and they had like this recipe for like this mountain or not, sorry, not Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper tea that was basically all it was, was just warmed up Dr. Pepper and like some lemon or something like that. And it was like actually pretty good. 
But it was this magazine from like the 70s or something like that where like they Dr. Pepper was trying to get it to become like a holiday thing. And I don't think, obviously, I don't think it took off because nobody knows about it. But it was actually like kind of good. All right. So if you're ever out in Canton, Ohio, look up Garrett Price and you guys could have some warm Mountain Dew. Sorry, doc, did I say Mountain Dew? I meant Dr. Pepper. You did. It's okay. It's Dang fine. It. I meant Dr. Pepper. I don't it's loud at my work, so I might not have been listening. I don't know. And when you said we're off the rails, are we ever on the rails, Garrett? Let's I, be real. Here. I think there was one time we were, um, yeah, and then and then we got off it again. I think episode four is when we got <laughs> off the rails. But uh, so anyway, Dak is seeking forty million dollars. I mean, you got Zeke holding out. Um, Dak is seeking forty million dollars. Amari Cooper wants to get paid. He's dealing with plantar something on his foot too. I mean. What is going on in Dallas right now? Well, let me start with the Dak thing because your reaction was pretty similar to most people's reaction um, <clears throat> about about Dak Prescott. Here's my thoughts on it. Is $40 million crazy for Dak Prescott? Yes. I completely agree. That being said, one, it's a contract negotiation. If they come in and offer you $30 million and realistically you think you want $35 million, then you're gonna you're gonna say forty and try to meet in the middle, so I think that's more so what he was going for was we end up wanting to be paid around around thirty five million. Now there's a lot of people saying yeah, but that's still crazy. That would tie him for uh, the highest paid quarterback in the league right now, which would absolutely be true. However, after this new labor agreement, it's expected that these salaries are going to skyrocket, mm-hmm. and when that happens. 35 million for a starting quarterback, especially one that's average to above average, is going to look like a pretty good deal. So I think that's more so what's going on with this than Dak actually thinking he's worth being $5 million more than the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. So I will tell you that I think um, Dak Prescott is worth $100 million a year, and I hope he stays there for his entire career. And I hope they sign Jason Garrett to a very, very lucrative contract as well. <laughs> These are the things I'm with you about. on Garrett because uh, he, he's, in my opinion, one of the worst coaches in the NFL. Uh, he is yeah. not a good coach. However, Just clap. Just clap. I, I'm pretty sure last time Dak played y'all, didn't he put up like 350 and four touchdowns? So an update on the listener <laughs> league. Uh, <laughs> that's the great thing about being the host. Um, and, yes, he did, so – I don't know how to mute your mic either. By the way, you know, these guys are really screwing with me. You can change your username on our software. So Garrett logged in today as the Dallas Cowboys. So now I have to stare at that. Thanks, buddy. Um, but so <laughs> it went Aaron Rodgers, then uh, Blueberry took Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill. Oh, more. Well, yeah, I got some news <laughs> on Tyreek later. And then JKAJE went AB, Antonio Brown, and a pick just came in. Dale 87 took Leonard Fournette at the 3-3. We got Shaq Nato on the clock, and then, okay, carry on Johnson off the board. So, Garrett, you and I can make a pick right now. Man, uh, that went quick. Everybody is that, on it. This is good. This is good because we don't have a month to do this draft because the, the season starts in two weeks. All right, so true. our team so far, we do have DeAndre Hopkins, and we have Baker Mayfield. This is a super flex league. So um, I'm just going to click on – Best available overall. Andrew Luck is still sitting here, but he does have an injury right now. We got Melvin Gordon, who's out. We don't know when or if he's coming back. 
personally, I'd like to stay away from him. What do you think, Garrett? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not touching him in a redraft league at this okay. at this point. We got Damian Williams as the next up. Adam Thielen, Matt Ryan, George Kittle, Marlon Mack, Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz, Aaron Jones, Carson Wentz, T.Y. Hilton, Amari Cooper, Devonta Freeman, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. So there, there's a there's, there's a pretty good list right there. Um, I don't know about you. I'm not really feeling any of these running backs right here. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan of them, but at the same at the same token, though, running back starts to get ugly pretty quick. It um, does, and we don't have one yet. Okay, um, not saying so we have the, to go that route, but let's just keep that keep that in mind. So the highest rated one, and I don't know when this happened. Marlon Mack is three spots ahead of Aaron's Aaron Jones. Um, yeah, and then Devonta Freeman is would be the next one after that i would think at round three five aaron jones would probably be the best pick of the three i'll be honest my highest rated running back for this year that is still on the board is not any of those three who do you have my highest would actually be josh jacobs if we were to go running back um that said if well, we do not – man, I do not like any of the players that are available right now. I really don't, but we do have to fill – okay, so here's the thing. I like the Josh Jacobs pick because looking ahead of him, Mel Gordon, we again, huge question mark. Damian Williams, huge question mark. Is he even going to be the starter all year? Marlon Mack, this is a PPR league. Marlon Mack's not a huge PPR guy. Aaron Jones might be in a running back by committee. Devonta Freeman very well could be amazing or he could be straight up hot garbage. And then we have Derrick Henry who can just seriously just get away from me. Um, so honestly, Josh Jacobs is probably the best pick. If we don't take him now, there's a possibility that at the 4-8, he's not here. Correct, yeah. And, uh, and that's the hard part too is like right now, uh, I'm not a big Thielen guy. I'm not a big Keenan Allen guy. I'm not a big Hilton guy. And, and Keenan I'm, Allen is hurt right now. He did injure his ankle in practice yesterday, so he's going to be sitting out the rest of the preseason as well. And then we got Cooper, who is also hurt right now. Correct. So I don't love anybody there. Now, that said, this we is not a uh, – Well, that's what I'm going to say. Is this, a, is this a tight end premium league or no? It's, it's not a tight end premium, but we still okay. have some pretty good tight ends on the board here. We got George Kittle, we got Zach Ertz, O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram, Hunter Henry, who I'm not a fan of, but I know you are, Eric Ebron, who I don't think is going to do this year what he did last year. And then it starts to thin out a little bit with Jared Cook. This is weird. They have Jared Cook and Vance McDonald over David Njoku. I'd have him over those two personally. Then we have Austin Hooper. Yeah, we do. I mean, realistically, I think that our best pick right now is Josh Jacobs, and then we could try to get Austin Hooper at the 4-8. Well, I, I would wait on Hooper e- even longer than that, especially with it not being a tight end premium, as much as I love Hooper. And we know my love for him is well documented on this podcast. Um, I, th- I think that's too early for him. I'm, I'm thinking we either, if we, if somehow Kittle or Ertz comes back in the fourth, I'm totally fine with taking either one of them. If not, I'm probably looking to wait until more like the seventh, eighth, ninth round, um, okay. to look for our tight end. I would, I would think. 
Okay. Uh, do you want to go ahead? Should we Should we do Josh Jacobs then? I do like that pick. Let's do it. All right, Josh Jacobs drafted. Possibly. Okay. And uh, Big Dunn, who is a Cowboys fan, if I would have known that, um, he's on the clock. So, uh, and then official fan Tyler. So let's see how this goes here. Maybe it'll come back to us and we could do this again. Sounds um, good. That was fun. So, okay, moving on. Um, let's see. We talked about Dak. Uh, okay. So an arbitrator ruled against the Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown to wear his old helmet. Antonio Brown says he looks forward to rejoining his teammates. This dude's got CTE. It's the only thing I could say. When I look at his face when he talks, it's almost like he's gone insane. Like he has that, that stare in his eyes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It... It's weird. It's really weird. Um, I don't. I don't know that I'd. I'd say that he f- he has CTE, but I'm with you that just there's just something not right going on. Um, I I wish him the best, and I hope I hope all this works out. I actually do not have any Antonio Brown shares, um, so this really doesn't play any and any role in in my fantasy football world. That said, I do have Derek Carr a couple places, and so it would be nice to, um, you know, for him to do well. And I think he needs AB to be able to do well. Um, and as we know, at least in our team already, we have Josh Jacobs. But I also have a lot of Josh Jacobs shares uh, on my other teams as well. So, uh, you know, I I hope that he gets in there. I hope he does what he needs to do, and uh, I hope it all goes well. I guess. So in the chat for the Dynasty Rewind Listener League. Dale87, who I'm assuming is Dale Down Under, says, by the end of this draft, Mike will be looking to fight all of us. Dude, I'm booking my flight to Australia right now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Be- pa- a-, a peek behind the curtain. Mike texted me this week. And he's like, hey, so somebody texted me and was like, you want to fight people all the time. And uh, so that got me thinking, should I like, should I like chill out on the fighting thing? <laughs> And I, t- I told him, I was like, bro, this is you. Like, you just, you got to lean into it. This is you now. You're, you're a fighter. You, you know what I am? I'm the angry old man that yells at kids to get off his lawn. That is you. You don't that know who me. Drake is. <laughs> you. <laughs> yep. You're the angry, you're the fantasy old man. Now, yeah, now it's like people are like, hey, we're going to go out and grab a beer at like 930. I'm like, 930? <laughs> so I'm, in, I'm in bed, dude. I don't know. Who do you think I am? Carrot Price going out at 930 at night? Come That's on. true. I'm My my wife and I, we're night owls, but uh, but we also don't get up at 5 a.m. every day like you do. So This is true, yeah. Um, I didn't get up today. I didn't sleep very well last night, So, but no one cares. So, hey, uh, one thing <laughs> that people will care about, though, Trent Taylor underwent foot surgery. surgery Sorry. And he is out indefinitely. So, um, you know, here's a guy right here that was kind of hyped as being, hey, this guy could really explode in the slot for San Francisco. And I really hate seeing a guy who looks like he's going to have a huge opportunity and lose it to injury. It sucks. And I feel bad for guys when this happened. So uh, maybe Dante Pettis' stock is rising. I know that uh, apparently he's not getting the love in camp from uh, Kyle Shanahan that we thought he would be. So... What are you making of the 49ers wide receiver situation? I can't even talk tonight. Oh, Just you're good. No, nah, it's a bummer for, for Taylor for sure. Um, by all accounts, a uh, good kid uh, trying to work his way up. Drafted a couple years back. Dealt with injuries last year. Um, so it's, it's disappointing to see. Uh, that said, he, 
he was hurting most of your fantasy player stock. Uh, you, you chances are, unless you were in a crazy deep league, you weren't drafting Taylor, uh, and it was just taking reps away from from Debo, from uh, Marquise Goodwin, and from Dante Pettis. Uh, so I think this obviously gives him more opportunity. Uh, Debo, uh, I've always thought he was going to be um, the A one of the offense or the one A of the offense. So uh, I'm not super shocked by this. I know. Um, you know, there's other people that love, love Pettis, and so they're pretty upset. But all of that said, we're still only in, in preseason week two. A lot could shift. A lot could change. It's not necessarily Debo's job. It's not necessarily Jalen Hurd's job. It's not necessarily Pettis's job. The only one that seems to have his role locked in is, is Goodwin at this point. So uh, there's still a lot to be seen, a lot to unfold. Um, but I'm excited about Hurd as well, and I would love to see him get a tight end designation. That would just make him crazy, crazy valuable. So we'll see how all this shakes out. So funny story about Debo Samuel. There's a kid that started at the shop, and his name is Samuel. So my nickname for him is Debo. <laughs> There's nothing Debo about it. That's the kid I told you about that when I yell at him, he stutters really bad. So uh, <laughs> it's Debo for you. Speaking of yelling at kids. Well, if he doesn't listen, I have to yell. But speaking of the 49ers, Jarek McKinnon is expected to begin the season on IR. So sorry, everybody that owns Jarek McKinnon. Um, I still think it's uh... – see, why do we got to start the show at 730 instead of 10? I'm not informed. What's that guy's name? Was it Tevin Coleman? Tevin Coleman and Matt Breda, yeah. Raheem okay, Mostert. All right, now, all right, now I'm back. Yeah, Tevin Coleman. I haven't even had a beer yet. Man, that's probably why I need That's probably what it is. Yeah, I'm, we'll get there. We're on our way. So Tevin Coleman, I think his stock's up. Uh, Matt Breda, he's yeah, he's always hurt, but he's he's a tough dude. And uh, Raheem Mostert, and they, they, I think they still have what's his face, Jeff Wilson Jr. on the roster, right? Yep. Uh, as yeah. far as I know. Yeah. So um, still an interesting situation out there. Uh, Browns Hilliard to fill the Duke Johnson role. Garrett, I want you to touch on this. You're the Browns fan, so you're going to know more about him than anybody else. Yeah, Hilliard's a nice uh, nice little receiving back. Uh, he's not really going to uh, get crazy volume. Uh, so I think kind of what you were hoping Duke would do this year uh, is ultimately what you're going to hope for from Hilliard. So you're hoping that he can get you three catches a game, four catches a game. Uh, he might get a carry or two. But it's mostly just going to be Nick Chubb's job. I think he's going to – really get an opportunity to be a three down back here and i think it's going to lead to a lot of fantasy goodness until cream hunt gets back yeah uh, i'm interested and i'll definitely uh, if he's available i'm going to definitely check him out um so golden tate's appeal has been denied by the nfl um probably should have just punched his wife instead of tried to you know have a baby with her and do things right <laughs> oh, away oh man well just come on they let these other guys get away with it's it. true yeah, it's true. So, um, way to way to try to be a stand-up guy and say, "Hey, listen, I screwed up. You know, here's what I did wrong." I thought that when you were honest, they went easy on you, but um, nope, not Roger Goodell. Um, so, uh, taking their talents to South Beach, Kenyon Drake is in a walking boot, and Balaj is getting all the first-team reps right now, and he's apparently looking like a monster. So, here's the thing: I, I wanted to talk to you about this, Garrett, because you get these notifications, and I think when you see stuff like this, people overreact way too fast. Yep. Like, so you could take two things from this. People are probably, one, dumping Kenyon Drake for too cheap, and two, 
overpaying for Balazs. So don't you think like sometimes you should just wait things out a little bit before you make a decision that you're going to regret later and overpay for somebody? Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen quite a few people selling their soul to get Kalen Balazs, and it's, it's baffling to me. Uh, I do not think he is necessarily all that talented of a running back. Um, he, he wasn't that great in college. He hasn't really shown anything in the pros. He's got subpar vision. Uh, it doesn't break the tackles like you would think. I've been very underwhelmed with Balage so far, and I think Drake's the far superior back. And as of right now, it doesn't look like he's going to miss any regular season time. So I don't, I don't know why everybody's crowning Balage as uh, the the starter for the the Miami Dolphins now. It it has created a great buy window for Drake, and if you can get Drake on the cheap, do it all day long. Yeah. I agree. Um, so after our pick in the listener league, Keenan Allen went to Big Dunn. Did I say that yet? I don't think so. Um, and now Tyler's on the clock. His team, this is surprising. David Johnson and Mike Evans so far. Uh, Tyler is a creature of habit, and he likes to draft the same exact team in every league he's in <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I could almost put that, that team together for you if you want. It is uh, Aaron Rodgers. It is Derrick Henry. Melvin Gordon, Devontae Adams, and Jimmy Graham. is The guys, he has them like in every freaking league we're in. I'm like, dude, switch it up a little bit. Um, here's a guy that he could draft later, Emmanuel Sanders. He says he's going to be good to go week one. I, I don't know. It's an Achilles. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm shocked, especially he's not a, he's not a young pup anymore either. Right. Uh, good, good for him. Uh, I'm. I think this is very much so a hold situation. I'm not buying, but if I have him, I'm not trying to sell cheap because he he could be that veteran wide receiver leadership that they really need on that team. So it's really it's really probably a hold situation for me. Yeah, he could be a good what, wide receiver three for your team for the. Yep, year? absolutely. He was having a great year last year to start the season. He was, yeah. And Sutton didn't exactly pop too well when he was given the chance to be wide receiver one. So um, maybe another year is being the wide receiver two definitely help his development uh what would not help his development though is a work stoppage uh, because players were issued a work stoppage guide by the nflpa to prepare for a strike and or lockout after the 2020 season well that would make for a really sucky podcast garrett wouldn't it Ooh, yeah would we have a lockout or would we just make up stuff i would just challenge people to a fight every week <laughs> it would turn into like a, a ufc podcast or something you know what it would be? It would be like when there was prohibition and breweries did other stuff to survive. We would do something else to survive. We'd make it happen. We would make it happen. Um, so let's see if there's anything else on my notes here. Uh, yeah, here's one. Um, and this one kind of stood out to me. So Damian Harris is getting very few reps in camp and during the preseason. Sony Michelle is the clear number one. So all offseason, we heard about how uh, Harris was going to cut into Sony's time. And, you know, he, Sonny Michelle's got this knee injury. They could really limit what he does. It looks like the Patriots, yet again, outsmarting everybody else. They know what's going on. So, I mean, I think maybe at this point, Damian Harris was just really good at insurance. But Sony's the guy. Garrett, thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm I'm a real big Sony fan. I think he is a, an extremely talented running back. 
The only thing is it's those knees. That's the only thing I'm concerned with. Other than that, I like everything else. There's also some reports that they plan to try to use him more in the passing game this year. So not he doesn't necessarily have to turn into you know Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey in in the passing game, uh, but but if he could just get two catches every game, I mean last season, granted he missed some time with injury, but he had seven catches on the season. Um, if if he can even just get to twenty catches, twenty five catches, uh, I think all of a sudden his value is so so much higher um, because we know he's getting that goal line work. Uh, if they use him anything like they did in the playoffs, they're going to just completely ride him. Uh, I, I really, I really like Sony. Uh, I really, really do this season. Yeah, uh, I like you said, two catches a game. That's going to be good. There's two points right there. If it's two catches for 35 yards and an occasional touchdown, you're not going to complain about that. No, at all. Um, so one last thing on the week. Um, 10 pounds of marijuana and ISIS recruitment materials seized from Tyreek's Hill, Tyreek Hill's car at uh, <laughs> the practice facility out there. So um, I don't know. This doesn't look good. Somebody should probably tell Roger Goodell. <laughs> it's called a smear campaign, Garrett. Get on, get on board. Okay. What, what, what part did you like best? The 10 pounds of marijuana or the ISIS recruitment materials? I think the ISIS recruitment materials. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, that's, you know, so we can't trust this guy. You know what I mean? What's up with that? Yeah, he's, wow. He's a, he's a maniac, I'll he tell you. He is, uh, wow, yeah. P-word. He is a P-word. He's a P-word. P-word. He's a major P-word. <laughs> so um, just uh, one quick mention. So we kind of did a little differently uh, in our listener league here. We uh, took out defense and special teams. We do have kickers, though. Um, we are super flex. So just kind of I'm trying to set it up a little different than any other league I've been in, although some of it's the same, but you know, getting rid of defense. So I thought about putting an IDP, but a lot of people are still new to it or they don't like it. So uh, the Back Row Fantasy Show did an amazing show last week. Uh, IDP for beginners. So if you want to take the skirt off and make the jump to IDP, check. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, if you don't play IDP, I'm going to come to your house. <laughs> I'm going to be like, come on, man, play some IDP. But check out the Back Row Fantasy Show show last week. It was uh, IDP for beginners, You know how to draft, and I think they talk some trade value on IDPs too, which is is one thing that can be confusing when you're going uh, between offense and defense. So um, definitely something to check out. Those guys have been instrumental in helping us. So go give them a listen. Tell them Mike sent you, and they'll be like, yeah, great, thanks. Um, so one question, because you answered Tyler's question earlier. You didn't even mean to. Uh, Hokey Porter, he said, to the Dynasty Rewind crew, who are your favorite current players off the field? The first two in my head are J.J. Watt and Cam Hayward. So, Garrett, I, I'm sorry. I'm the host. I get to steal your guy. But watching Baker Mayfield choke oh, that beer at the Indians game, I you got to love it. So, I, I think we could both agree Baker. Um, yeah, we can definitely both agree Baker. I love people that give back to the community in any way. Um, I remember Andre Johnson when he played for the Texans. He would go and he would just spend thousands of dollars on toys every year at Christmas and just give them out. And he wouldn't say anything to anybody. I mean, eventually somebody caught on to it and, you know, they, like people would follow him around. 
Um, but stuff like that. But aside from that, I would say Jason Kelsey, Eagle Center, just because he says some really outlandish stuff. So <laughs> he's one of my favorites. So sorry about stealing your boy Baker, Garrett. Uh, but do you have anybody else? Yeah, that hurt. Um, it, it's tough because as a Browns fan, I don't I don't really like this team. Uh, but but Jeff, the guy that uh, is uh, asking the question, he'll appreciate it uh, more than most will as a Steelers fan. Uh, I love Juju. It, it's just so hard not to like Juju. Just the nicest guy. Um, even saw the pictures the other week of him, uh, you know, crying on the field over uh, over. Uh, I think it was a coach or a friend that passed away. Um, he he's just he just seems like such a down to earth guy, such a fun guy. That whole thing when his bike got stolen. Um, yeah, he's an entertaining dude. So he would probably, if I can't choose Baker, I'd probably choose Juju. I like Jerry Jones a lot too, because he throws money at crappy players. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that for a second. I was like, wait, hold up. So a friend of mine, Brad, he actually made a good point too. Um, Howie Roseman, the Eagles GM, he's an evil genius. Cause he's like, he was probably, you know, scheming and manipulating, like, listen, we give Carson a good contract now. Let's do it now. We know Dak's going to ask for way more. So that'll lock them down for a while. So, I mean, Howard Roseman, that dude's an evil genius right there. I, I love it. You got to love it. What do you think? No comment. No comment. He's a genius. So, well, kind of a shorter show this week. Um, we did have something else planned, but Chev couldn't make it. So we're going to wait till he comes back to talk about that. I think he, everybody's. he just texted me that he was like, hey, you guys doing the pod already? I think I think we messed up uh, his his timing. I think it's my fault. Uh, it's okay. You get to apologize to him then, Garrett. I already did. I feel okay. terrible did you, now. Right. Well, is it in the group me chat? Is that what that no, is? No, he texted that? me. He was like, are you guys already on the pod? He doesn't have my phone number, I guess, huh? I'm the host. I'm supposed to know these things. That's, but that's true. Okay. You're the yeah. hostess with the mostest. Well, he said originally he couldn't make it. Um, so we figured we would just do this earlier um, so we could all do other stuff. Um, so sorry, Chev. Love you, brother. Um, but Garrett, do you have a verse for us this week? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm in Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verses 20 and 21. Uh, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Um, so the thing that I love about, about this uh, is specifically in verse 20. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think. Um, I think this is a big thing uh, that I don't always do the, the greatest job of, and I'm sure this probably also applies to other people, but uh, a lot of times we put these limits on God of like, you know, God, if you could just do this, and or God, if, if, you could, if you could just do that, when in reality, his plan for us is so much bigger and so much broader than, than we can even grasp. And so, you know, while we think that we're asking, you know, this specifically, he's like, listen, I, I know this is what you want, but I have something even better for you. And that's something that I'm even trying to learn uh, in my own life is to, to be able to p- be patient and wait on, on what God has for us. And, and I know when I, whenever I do that, I'm always so much more appreciative. I'm always so much more blown away uh, by the goodness of what he can do. Love it, Garrett. Thank you. And I know a lot of people have reached out to us about uh, how much the verse means to them. So we're going to keep bringing it back every week for you guys. Um, 
one last thing we do have a rewind fact of the week um, on September 29, 1974, the Buffalo Bills played the New York Jets. The Buffalo Bills quarterback went 0 for 2 for the game. Joe Namath was 2 of 18 for 33 yards. <laughs> I mean, this is terrible. Buffalo won the game 16 to 12. So They threw two passes the whole game? Yeah. Yeah, so there was only 20 attempted passes and only two completed between both teams for 33 yards. Wow. Yeah, so it was, that's terrible. So um, before we do head out, though, one update. Uh, Tyler, official fan, took Adam Thielen at the 3-7 pick. So um, he's going a little wide receiver heavy. He's got David Johnson, Mike Evans, and Adam Thielen. Aceto's uh, on the clock now. So uh, I don't think we're going to see his pick get in. But uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Sorry about the show being a little bit shorter, but we'll see you next week.